just that feeling of the breeze and the sunshine on your skin and the birds circling around you. It's just a state of peace in Huga. And especially when I go up there with a friend or two, we have really meaningful conversations. And I don't know, I think that's like, that's the place that gives me the most warm, fuzzy feelings. Welcome to Experiences You Should Have, your how-to guide for amazing experiences. I'm your host, Gail Manasco, and today, prepare to get cozy as we explore the world of Huga. And I I didn't know what Huga was just a few years ago, and, and I first learned about it on an NPR Uh, show one day and I ended up reading a a book on it while I was in Thailand and it was it was odd when I was reading um, when I was reading a book about Huga because uh, it was talking about this rustic coziness with the fire the slow cooked stews the uh, this feeling that you get with an intimate group of friends and and for me it 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 felt like a a winterish feeling even though this can be felt year round and and i was in uh the back of a cab in in thailand uh, heading from um bangkok to to kochang and it was hot and it was fun and it was adventurous but i had this picture in my mind about huga and while while on that trip, I started to collect even more books about Huga. Um, um, later, I learned about um, another book called A Cozy Life by Pia Edberg. And, and it's just a different ways of incorporating Huga and A Cozy Life uh, into your world. And we, and we brought Pia Edberg onto the show today to talk about kind of like the art of of being cozy and embracing huga especially as many of us are at home right now and we're not traveling to those exotic locations like we were and it, and it's so funny um because even just that that one moment of being in the back of the taxi cab that inspired us to install a fireplace into our house um, turns out you don't need a chimney. Uh, it can just go right out the side. And we used just to always be on the go, on the go, on the go, on the go. And I, I didn't take much time to embrace coziness and self-care. Um, and now this has given us some, some time to do that while, while we're, at home during this crazy pandemic um, going on. Uh, And so, yes, experiences you should have. Many of our episodes are about adventure and travel, uh, but we are going to be having episodes like this one uh, to help you embrace being at home right now and and to be thinking about that cozy life and and huga. And then I, I wanted to give a shout out to uh, a couple companies that really help help you with the self-care. Um, one is the Sierra Natural Candle Company. And I'm not getting anything for promoting this. I just, 
I really like these candles. Um, it's an organic candle company. They sell woodwick candles. And I just, I absolutely adore them. Uh, I didn't buy a candle for years and now I'm getting back into buying candles. And, and these candles have been my go-to candles. I love the flame that produces from a woodwick candle. So that was something new I got introduced to. Um, but if you just want to check them out for your own, uh, you can check out uh, Sierra's shop on Etsy, which is Sierra Natural Co. All one word. Um, I'll also put a link in the show notes um, if you are looking to embrace Huga in your own home. Also, another company I really want to highlight, I simply adore, is Soul Blends. S O L Blends. And right now, as I'm embracing self care, I am turning to Soul Blends, especially as my hands are so cracked from all of the hand sanitizer and hand washing, their healing balm is amazing. Now, Soul Blends is a farm to product company based in the Applegate Valley of Southern Oregon. Maggie, the owner, goes out and she picks her own calendula and, and various herbs and, and she harvests and she hand crafts these freshly blended botanicals into remedies that help nurture your body and your mind. Um, so if you need some good nutrients and vitamins, minerals, and antioxidants into your self-care, uh, definitely check out Soul Blends. Um, they've got some luxurious bath bombs, body oils, natural salves, uh, CBD products, um, you know, whether you've got dry hands, sore muscles, or if you're looking for some fun gifts like um, a beard oil, uh, they have you covered. So definitely check out Soul Blends. And um, and again, I, I don't receive anything for promoting this. I just really love this company. And, and I reached out and I asked if I could get a discount code for my listeners. And I have one here. So you can get 10% off your order uh, at Soul Blends by using the promotion code EYSH. Um, so definitely check it out, Soul Blends. So I hope you listeners out there are ready for some self-care. You're ready to get cozy as we delve into a podcast episode on Huga with Pia Edberg, the best-selling author and illustrator of The Cozy Life. Oh, welcome Pia to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, it is time to get cozy for you listeners out there. Grab a blanket, something warm to drink, because we are talking about Huga. Did I say that right? Huga? Yeah, I think that's pretty close. It's Huga. Huga. All right. I, I, I sat next to like a lady in, from Finland when I was in Thailand, so she was giving me 
her version of how to say it, but I think there's just probably different ways of saying it. Maybe I think it yeah just depends on where you're coming from and which area you live in. So I think it's still correct. All right. So I I would just love to hear your background, how you grew up, and how you got introduced to to Huga, Huga. <laughs> yeah. So I'm a I was born in Denmark and raised there. And it was just something that was always a part of the culture. So it's kind of funny that um, sometimes I try to introduce my friends to it here in Canada and they don't really understand what I'm talking about. But my family was always cooking at home and had the fireplace burning with the wood and cooking traditional Danish comfort foods like Ebelskiver and Danish pancakes and... Um, it's, it can be a bit cold there sometimes and, and, you know, there's that cozy feeling of going outside, being in nature, doing some hard work and then coming back in and having the candles going and, yeah, I think it's just ingrained in the culture. So something I love and I'm familiar with. So, so could we say that, uh, Huga is essentially coziness or is it is it more than that yeah it's it's a type of coziness so it includes things like visual and aesthetic coziness like making your surroundings cozy with soft blankets and pillows and lighting Um, but it's also about emotional coziness so that warm fuzzy feeling you get when you're doing something you love or you're around people you're really comfortable with and you're really just feeling yourself and safe and intimate and calm. Mm. You know, I never thought about emotional coziness. You know, I, I've I've thought about the you know the the blankets and tea, mm-hmm. uh, maybe the fire, the atmosphere. But I I think that's really interesting about the emotional coziness of of feeling safe around the the people you're with. Hmm. Yeah, would that include a good conversation or is it also experienced in silence? Definitely either of them. It could be a very good and deep conversation and it could also be completely silent. It's really about just what it means for you. I think some people have yeah different preferences, so... Some people want the silence and that would be cozy for them. While for someone else, they might be <laughs> uncomfortable with that. So it wouldn't be hookah for them. So it's really personal and <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for our listeners who are hopefully getting cozy on their couch and maybe lighting a candle right now, uh, could you describe the perfect hookah scene for you personally? Yeah, for me, it's it's definitely going to a place that makes me feel safe and connected to myself and connected to nature and maybe loved ones if they're with me. And personally, for me, it's, it's a place I used to hike to every weekend when I was younger in high school in my early 20s. And it's at the top of this little 30-minute hike up into a mountain and when you get to the top, you can see for miles and miles and miles, and it's just a view of trees and mountains and lakes, and just that feeling of the breeze and the sunshine on your skin and the birds circling around you. Um, 
it's just a state of peace in Huga. And especially when I go up there with a friend or two, it's we have really meaningful conversations and I don't know. I think that's like that's the place that gives me the most warm, fuzzy feelings. Oh, I mean, that just that sounds lovely right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and in a in a world right now where we are not gathering with people mm-hmm. and where uh, we're staying at home, I feel like this is what our listeners need to hear right now. Uh, yeah. I know for me personally, I was always, you know, adventuring, traveling, plane tickets here, there, everywhere, hopping on work calls. I didn't like chill out <laughs> <laughs> ever, ever. <laughs> it just, it just didn't even happen. I mean, even on vacation. <laughs> Did you ever have an evening, maybe in the warm summer evening and you're just sitting around a fire pit or something with your, with people you met and you know, those special moments, you know, where I feel like in a, in a pre COVID world where I used to, to feel that, mm-hmm. um, was at the drop zone, which is, um, we would spend the day skydiving, um, all day long. And it's what I did for wow. years. <laughs> and at the end of each day, we would, we would gather around the fire and, and hang out and talk about our jumps from the day, talk about the next day, talk about our goals. To, uh, there was the the stories of the, oh, crap, there I was, uh, <laughs> thought I was going to die in moments uh, that people would reach into their memories and share. And and I loved that. Um, oh, that's amazing. And uh, that world definitely changed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's why right now it's an amazing time to start connecting with our Huga sides and we aren't able to do those things anymore. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and suddenly I found that then we were in, when I was just in that busy world of just, you know, work, uh, quickly make dinner, get it on the table, Mm -hmm. um, boom, 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 boom. We weren't really bringing in these moments of coziness and, um, and, like during COVID, we went and we bought a fireplace and added a <laughs> fireplace, which you don't need a chimney to add a fireplace. It's able to vent <laughs> out the the side of our house. Oh, nice. And, and making that cozy environment became so important to me. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm curious, what are you doing right now that it's, you know, it's getting colder. You're in Canada. Mm-hmm. We're recording this in November. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What are you doing today as, as your home? Well, you know what? I've been spending a lot of time redecorating <laughs> and trying to make my place as cozy <laughs> as possible, maybe obsessively. You know, I've got new pictures on the walls. I've got a huge collection of blankets. Um I'm just trying to spend that time making a nest because I know I'm spending a lot of time here, even working here. And, and I think that's uh-huh. kind of my priority. I think even purchased a bunch of candles. Um, I think my next goal is to really focus on cooking at home more because it's so easy to um, order, you know, on Uber Eats or getting food delivered to you um, when you're 
just not in the mood to cook, but yeah. Yeah. What I'm focusing yeah. on. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, I love it. Now I've, I've read multiple books on, on Huga, including yours, um, A Cozy Life. Great. Um, but I, yeah, no, I've, I've got it upstairs and, and listeners definitely go check it out. We'll include <laughs> a link in the show notes. Um, and and I also read um, a little book of Huga by mm-hmm. uh, Mike Wiking. Yeah, that's a and good one. It was so interesting. Yeah, yeah. He included a lot of stats on the amount of candles that are burned in Denmark <laughs> versus here in the Americas, and it's astonishing. <laughs> I mean, they they are just going through candles every week and I'm like uh <laughs> I mean I recently just started buying more candles but yeah, yeah but before that I think I bought a candle like 10 years ago maybe you know? <laughs> I know candles used to be something I didn't think was worth spending my money on but now it's just become a staple and I look forward to the different scents and different looks and you know <laughs> yeah it was even funny I mean the other night, I was just, I was feeling really sad. Um, we had to cancel some, some plans with family. And uh, I don't know. Is that, I mean, COVID's been hard of, of reducing our circles down to really essential, the essential circle. Mm-hmm. Um, and right now, it's just like a little small schooling group for my daughter. Yeah. Um, I think with the days getting shorter as well, more people are really affected by seasonal affective disorder. And on top of COVID, it's not been great for some people. And Huga is one of those remedies that can help you refocus your energy. And instead of wishing you were able to connect with Mm -hmm. people and go out and do things, you can create and enjoy the time that there is and make it cozy and appreciate those moments. Yeah, I, yeah, I had this like, or I had a really bad night, and and I filled up our bath, and I'm like, I've not taken a bath in, I don't know, if, again forever, yeah. and and I lit candles and oh. and got in, and and my husband brought me a bowl of ice cream. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm having ice cream in the bath right now with candles, and I had a book, and um, I'm like, okay, we can still have these little mm, sanctuary moments, you know, yeah, in our own homes. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, it's it's just pretty, pretty, pretty crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but instead of looking at the home of okay, I've got a shelter in place. OMG, I'm upset at what I have to do right now. I feel like we can change our perception and turn it into something to be excited about right now. I think a lot of people are using this time to go internal and, and you know, work on he- their personal healing and just like going back within and connecting with themselves. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's get into some how-to for our listeners. 
I know I, I'm very new to it. You know, I've just started on my own um, Huga journey this year and, you know, adding the fireplace, buying candles, taking that time. I, I cross-stitch with a blanket. I pet my cat. What type of tips would you offer for our listeners to embrace Huga right now? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think maybe starting off with some of the more visual or aesthetic sides of coziness um, or huga, um, you could focus on looking around your space and seeing what kind of lighting you have. And if like, warm and dim lighting is mostly huga, or think about candlelight lighting um, or fairy lights or things like that. So if you have mostly only overhead bright lights, maybe think about bringing in a couple lamps and and candles and in the evening and if you light those ones instead of something bright and overhead then I think that would add a lot of coziness and then also textures are a huge part of huga so think about adding lots of blankets and pillows and anything that feels really soft against your skin if you are you know, the type that likes to go thrifting, maybe look for chairs or or um, seating that is really inviting and, and has that kind of plush, soft, I want to get in it feeling. <laughs> um, right. I think, yeah. I think Huga is also really about bringing the outdoors in. So if you think about being outside, there's lots of plants and, and rocks and and stone elements and things like that so what can you bring from outside in whether that's getting some new plants for your place or just picking a bunch of greenery from outside and putting it in a vase inside um if you are into crystals and things like that you could add those elements around the space and when you're choosing your furniture think about woods and things like that those i think I think we're naturally drawn to nature because we're from nature and, you know, I think, I think we just naturally feel good in those spaces. And, and then, um, also, um, anything that's more personalized, like, um, things that you've picked up on your travels or gifts that people have given to you, put them around so that, that you can be reminded of those moments. And I think for me, I love to deliberately choose what I have so that it reminds me of something that makes me happy or a memory. Um, so everything in my space is really, I always feel cozy when I look around. So I think that's a really nice tip to apply and not just, you know, picking some random item up at um, Walmart or something, but really choosing things that make you right. are associated with something that makes you feel really good and really happy. Um, and then um, I think, on top of that, just making sure that you're creating that time to keep connected with your loved ones. And even if you can't in person, you could set up Zoom calls, maybe um, schedule a dinner together on video and have a catch up, some tea or wine or hot chocolate. Yeah. Um, and the self-care, like you're talking about the nice hot bath and remembering to also just take care of ourselves and our well-being and just all the feel good stuff. <laughs> you know, it's it's funny and you know, in that fast paced world that we came from, I felt like self care was always last 
on the list. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it's making a comeback. Uh, yeah. I, I hope that companies out there are, are selling more candles and, and blankets than, you know. Yeah. I actually I worked. I just recently worked with a company here who they purchased my book and then mailed them to all of their staff members to promote um, the well-being and coziness so that they could feel a little better about having to work from home and being isolated. So companies are doing some unique things. <laughs> yeah, they are. They are. Uh, and, it, you know, it's a fun thing to think about right now um, when you're when you're bummed, you can't have your friends over, but you could light a candle, slow simmer a sauce. You know, play a uh, play a game, uh, whip out like something old fashioned mm-hmm. or yeah, yeah. Huga is all about kind of like reconnecting with all the old fashioned, relaxed things without too much, you know, fuss and worrying about making it too perfect. Right. So, what would you say would be a Huga meal to make? Oh, it's a good question. Um, I think a really great uh, huga meal that one could make, and I'll send you the recipe. It's called ebuskiwa, and it's it's kind of like if you if you know the Timbit donuts, but it's not made out of a donut uh, batter. It's more of a pan, fluffy pancake batter, and you add kind of lemony spices and other spices to make it have this kick and then so you make these little balls and then you dip them in um, jam and some powdered sugar and they're so delicious when they're right off of the stove and you eat them and you just yeah they're they're so cozy and comforting oh that sounds perfect um Especially as we're about to head into the holidays mm-hmm. I mean now is the time to <laughs> To get our baking on. I mean, bread made a comeback. I think it was people wanting to tap into this rustic coziness, per se. I've been noticing a lot. I notice on social media, there's this whole uh, new movement called cottagecore or an aesthetic. Have you heard of this one? No, tell me. (laughs) Um, I think it's taking a lot of the huga elements, but people are really getting into a cottage way of life, like, you know, cooking everything by hand and by scratch and um, just slowing down, picking flowers, making their clothes, decorating with just lots of wild nature inside their homes and knitting and <laughs> and both visually yeah. and, the, and the act of doing it is this new trend I've seen. So it's definitely something people are enjoying you know I was always so afraid of baking um I am a cook you know not a Mm -hmm. baker and back when the pandemic started I took an online baking class over zoom oh nice and just to not be afraid of yeast I was afraid of yeast I (laughs) I think I'm afraid of yeast too (laughs) 
(laughs) (laughs) Any recipe with yeast, I would just skip. But, you know, um, we we started making our own homemade pizza. Um, We uh, I made homemade brioche uh, hamburger buns one night. and made my own homemade French bread. It's uh, oh, amazing. I love so French bread. I, it's, it's fun. I mean, I even tackled, and this isn't baking, but I tackled like tamales last weekend. Of For me, just challenging myself in the kitchen to that. try something I've never made before. Where are you finding the ideas to? You know, I, I think back to my travels. Um like New Year's of uh, New Year's 2020, before all this started, at least here in the U.S., we were in Mexico and we had tamales there on New Year's Day and they were so good. And I was a little bit late to the learning game, but apparently this is a great dish that people make over over the holidays or Christmas and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so... And we we canceled Thanksgiving um, or going to a Thanksgiving dinner because we're really, really trying to hunker hunker down here. Um, And I felt like this is a low risk environment. You know, we're we're not attending a dinner party. I'm not cooking for people outside my home. I can try something and see how it works out. Um, So I spent. 10 hours making tamales. Um, it, was, it was much harder than it would be. But it was so much, it was fun though. My husband and I were tag teaming like a little assembly line and he was Aww. tying. And that's something that we would have never done together if if it weren't for this. And, yeah. and I feel like right now with the lack of dinner parties, you've got time to test out recipes and it doesn't matter, you know, if it, if it doesn't work, you know, then you call a local delivery service. And Yeah, it sounded like it was a good bonding time, too, if you could share with someone if you're, you know, if someone's able to do that and cook something oh, yeah. together. <laughs> I learned so much about masa. Uh, it's, you know, it, it's fun to now have a little bit of time that we wouldn't have had. Um, to 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 be cozy. Yeah. Um, I don't know what are what what are your favorite candles you're lighting these days? Well, personally, I really like scents that are kind of like the evergreen or you know fall and winter scents. Trees. It's hard to say exactly. Yeah. I don't know the names, but you know those kind of smells that you would have outside when you're walking. I think. Um, as for brands. Um, I kind of just see run into candles from wherever I am in a store or something. I'm not really tied to a specific brand, but anything that smells natural. How about you? Are you? Yeah. Do you have anything that you? Ooh, I love like a eucalyptus mint. Uh, oh yeah, kind of candle something. I I find that to be a calming scent to me. Um, and then anything kind of tropical to remind me of those tropical places oh, that yeah. I want to be at right now. <laughs> like a Hawaiian breeze or something. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's 
Like, I'm I'm such an ocean girl, and I live in a mountain town, so I've <laughs> decorated our house like the ocean to feel like I'm there, Aww. even though I'm, I'm not. I'm even looking at a picture right now of a palm tree and ocean and sailboats. Uh, <laughs> Beautiful. And I painted my my office to look like uh, the ocean with a sunset. So my office colors are periwinkle, orange, and teal. So I love bright color. Wow. It's going to be very energizing sound. for you. Yeah. <laughs> it might sound. <laughs> but I think an interior decorator would throw up if they, <laughs> if they walked into my office. <laughs> Okay, as long as it's it's something that makes you happy. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um now what about drinks right now? What are what are you drinking right now to stay cozy? I am drinking a lot of teas. I've been gifted a lot of different herbal teas as well cuz I have a friend who owns a tea shop and um I bought one of those a French press, which I actually prefer more than using like a tea kettle with the strainer in it um, for the loose leaf teas. So I'm just kind of trying out different herbal teas in my French press. It's so easy to make, you know, you just boil the water and it's ready to go. Um, as for flavors, I think it's what right now I'm actually drinking yerba mate, which isn't that interesting of a flavor, but it's it's really good for you. I love yerba mate. <laughs> Do you put anything in I, yours? I worked at a mate bar in college. Oh, uh, is there a secret to making it taste good? Because it's <laughs> just kind of have it plain, but it's nice. Uh, I would always add like a peach flavoring to mine. Oh. So yes, it's adding sugar to it, but there was like a peach syrup and mm -hmm. in the summertime I had it over ice and winter, you know, just like the hot tea. And then we would also serve them in the traditional uh, gourds, you know, with the metal straw oh, that you okay. put in and it, it pinches. Yeah, I've never tried that. Pinching of the straw. Hmm. Interesting. I might, wow. Might, might be a way to, to add some more hygge. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, I love mate. I love mate. If I need energy and or if I didn't sleep well, mate is what I turn to. Yeah, I think it's a good alternative to coffee sometimes because I've been drinking way too much coffee. Um, and I was trying to find something a little bit, you know, healthier for me. I don't know. Not I don't think coffee's unhealthy, but I was drinking too much. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, you know, that's something I've been trying to do lately is to to hand make um, gifts or, or bake things and and drop them off at my neighbor's houses. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's a way I can give back to the community. I don't have to hop in my car, um, run over, leave it on the front porch, knock. And it's and it's just a fun way to pass a little bit of joy. Uh, do you have any recommendations for um, like handmade gifts or, or something to give, like food gifts to people? Well, that's a good question. Something that me and my friends did at the beginning of the pandemic was similar to what you're doing, but we did it as a cookie exchange. And we it kind of we set it up like a secret Santa sort of thing where one person would collect all the names and then randomly draw them. And then you would secretly bake 
something delicious for that person um, and then just leave it on their doorstep anonymously and they wouldn't know who it was from. Um, so I think that was a really fun thing to kind of make people feel good and just, you know, it's just nice receiving that on your doorstep. But I think maybe that could be any kind of item. It could be flowers. It could be something else that you make. I think making handmade cards is always a really nice gesture instead of buying them when there's, um, you know, birthdays and other occasions. Um, yeah, I think just kind of putting that personal touch instead of having to feel like you need to go buy it. Um, one thing I love to do um, is if you you know if you have your family and you're always celebrating birthdays, birthdays and other holidays, um, it can be quite wasteful to buy cards all the time. But to to create a card journal um, where you know like how do I explain this? Say for your you have a daughter and you have you bought a journal and it's her journal. So every holiday and birthday, etc., you would you know put the date and you'd write her a message and maybe decorate it, whatever theme you felt like. Um, and then give that to her for that day. And then the next time you add more to it. And so then at the end, she'd have this full journal of memories of cards um, through however long it was taking. Um, I think it's a really fun idea. I think that's a great idea. Mm -hmm. um, so you wind up with a, a book of love notes, essentially. Yeah. And if it's your partner, it could be. Oh, that, that's a lovely and, idea. And it's very sentimental. And I think just to have something like that. It's just nice, you know. Um, oh, that that is that is lovely. Um, thanks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, any any other tips for our listeners right now who who are at home? Yeah. Um. Let's see. A really good tip is no matter you know what your background, how much money you have, where you live, um, who is not. You don't have to feel like you need to go shopping and and have all the nice cozy things because it's really about simplicity and and feeling that love and comfort with people and that could be as easy as as sharing a tea with someone or going to the thrift store and finding something on a bargain. Um, it's it's not about yeah not about materialism. It's all about connecting with your loved ones and yourself and, and feeling good and connected. I think that's the most important thing. Well, well said, well said. So hopefully our listeners out there can in, embrace this time of coziness as we enter winter and, and as we're staying home and can shift our perspective to in enjoying this moment for a bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's the perfect time to do it, and I think it'll it'll turn turn things around for a lot of people. Just shifting the the focus to feeling positive with what we've got right now. Well, guys, uh, we are we are doing our part. We are staying at home. And we are making our life more cozy. And until our next chapter, <laughs> we are going to be hunkering down and cozying up and and hopefully not forgetting this when our lives 
do get back to normal one day. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for coming on the show. I, I just really appreciate you taking the time. And uh, for our listeners out there, uh, definitely check out Pia's book, A Cozy Life. We will have a link to it in the show notes. Um, and that would be a perfect book to read as you cozy up on the couch with your blanket and, and warm drink. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for listening to Experiences You Should Have. And this is the home edition of Experiences You Should Have. So, I mean, I know this this time is extremely weird, but I hope you listeners out there can shift that mindset right now. I know there's a lot of crap going on in the world, but hopefully you can light a candle, take a warm bath, get that slow simmered uh, sauce on the stove, you know, whip out a game and embrace this time to be cozy. And now is the perfect time to do so um, as we enter winter, at least in the Northern Hemisphere. So until our next home adventure, uh, stay safe out there and stay home if you can.